so tell us your situation. Uh, so I'm married, uh, which is a little weird, but uh, we're separated, been separated a, a year now. That's weird, too. A year? Um, yeah. Basically, it's been a year mm -hmm. since we basically said, yeah, this is not going to work. We need to split up. So separation, you're like emotionally separated. Is that like a, a legal term as well? Has anything like happened there or is it just you're like not together anymore? Nothing legal. Um, it's all, so we basically, you know, starting about a year and a half ago, we we're having a lot of issues. Um, and then we tried to work through it, couples therapy, whatever. Uh, about a year ago is when we, were, we talked and we were like, okay, we, we can't stay together. So you were having <laughs> problems. Uh, yeah, so separated, it's, um, so we moved apart uh, in, I guess, March of last year. Mm -hmm. She moved out, and then I moved to my new place now. Mm -hmm. um, but we're still legally married um, for insurance. Part. So she's, like, a writer-actor, um, so for insurance for her. That's mm -hmm. not the reason, but... A big one. That was one of the bigger things to get engaged, because... I had good insurance. She had no insurance. She had, mm. it was expensive and yeah. she had let worse care. Yeah. And I had really good insurance. So we knew if we got married, she could be on my insurance. So yeah. that was one of the reasons why we got engaged when we did. You know, I, oh, I love you. I, I would have bet everything. We would have been together forever. Mm -hmm. So we were like, why not just go ahead and get engaged and married now instead of in five years. So we're still married because of that. Okay. We're not, we're friendly and on good terms. We don't see each other hardly ever anymore. But. Mm -hmm. So are there plans to eventually divorce, or is that just like really not on the radar right now? No, it is, and that's, I've actually in the last couple weeks been not pushing for the divorce. The plan is, so I've, I used to like give her some money um, every month and everything, and that we've kind of tapered that down, mm -hmm. but now insurance is the big thing, so yeah. we're going to separate more and more, but at this point, if it's only insurance, mm -hmm. I'm okay doing that for another six months or yeah. a year it's yeah it's a weird tough situation i only want the best for her but i don't know it's tough to move on sometimes i don't think anyone would fault you for doing something so kind i think if i don't think it's kind either though i think it's just like normal i mean that's what i that's sh i mean I, I still care about her i love her in ways some way still i mean I this makes me think of like when someone jumps in front of a train to like save a little kid and everyone's like oh my gosh you're a hero and they're like no i did what anyone would do that's like you talking right now. You're like, oh, no, it's what anyone would do. I People hate don't that stay analogy. married <laughs> for yeah. like this is. I think it's really nice. <laughs> Are you uncomfortable? Very. <laughs> what does she think of it? Is she like, how did, how did that conversation happen? Like we can't stay together anymore, but let's not get divorced. Starting like a year and a half ago, in that in the kind of the summer fall, things were really hard. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of fights, and it was always because I I just needed to talk more. Yeah. And talking about things in depth was tough for her. Yeah. So if I get stressed when I'm unsure about something, yeah. I need to talk in depth and figure it out. But then she gets stressed when we talk in depth about things. So we're all one of us is going to be unhappy. Mm -hmm. So we that that happened. I needed to get more information. She's always been like that. I I'm the one that changed. Um, but that's a really tough situation. I think like the essence of marriage is like. Obviously, you get along and love each other, but you have to be able to grow with someone. Yeah. And it sounds like you grew, and she didn't grow in the same way. Yeah, just differently. Yeah. And I just, I got more, not insecure, but more uncertain about everything. Yeah, like and your just, communication style, it sounds like. 
exactly. had different needs and hers didn't. We struggled for a few months of basically that, of I want more information, and one of us was always stressed for like six months, and then we basically said, okay, it was her idea, let's stop talking, or let's not, let's not talk about this for like two and a half months, let's not talk about it, let's just try to be happy. Mm-hmm. After that, we'll revisit it. During that whole two and a half months, I was still really unhappy and uncertain, and yeah, it was nothing had changed for me. But since she wasn't having to talk, it was great for her. Mm-hmm. So it's like things were rough for like six months, and then in her mind, things were fine for yeah. three months. But I was just miserable the whole yeah. not miserable, but struggling the whole time. Yeah. So right after that is when I was like, okay, can we revisit it? I'm very unhappy still. Yeah. And that was just like devastating because in her mind, things have been great for three months. Yeah. I'm me, the same terrible. way. I need information. And if I get, like, wildly anxious, if I can't get what I need. After that, like, break time, I was like, this isn't working. We need we need to split up. I was kind of pushing it. Mm-hmm. But I know, you know her resources and what she has and, and what is reasonable. Nobody will just can, could possibly turn around in a month, you know, go from yeah. doing one thing to getting a job and, mm-hmm. and having a whole other different life. So I... That's not reasonable. So, like, I know we need to split up. It's not reasonable for me to, you know, her to be on my insurance for life. But it's not reasonable for me to be like, okay, I want to split up. Go away. Yeah. People don't do that, though. People get divorced and then their credit is ruined and their lives are upturned. And I'm not saying that's a good thing, but Mm -hmm. it happens all the time. That's true. You know. Um, So tell me about couples therapy. How did that happen? We weren't happy. We were arguing a lot. So it's like, let's try to do something. Let's talk about it. So we just, I mean... Neither one of us was super pro or against. It was just we both knew let's let's do it. So we yeah. went and talked, and it wasn't it wasn't that helpful. I've actually been we we saw one person for a little while, and it was okay. And then we found a different person that was better, and I connected with him more. Yeah. Um, and I've actually been seeing him, you know, weekly since then. I was gonna say like the biggest thing with therapy is it's so hard to find a good person that you connect with. It's almost like dating. Because someone can be, like, you know, really great or intuitive or whatever, but you don't connect with them. Like, you're not going to want to bare your soul to them. It took me three years to find a good therapist in Chicago. And during that time, like, I was still seeing other therapists. And, like, there were two that I saw for probably, like, a year each and, you know, was trying to make it work with them, which sounds so silly. But, like, I wanted to keep going. I had all this stuff I needed to talk about. Um, but then when I finally found the person that I'm seeing now, it was like magic. Yeah. Which is great. I've been thinking for a while, I want to find somebody different mm-hmm. and now my guy's actually moving. So it'll be, it's an easy thing. Yeah. It's kind of a forced transition. It's hard to break up with a therapist. It, it kind of is. I did it like, very childishly both times. Like, I yeah. Never so one, I was like, oh, I can't come next week. Like, can I email you to reschedule? Which was true at the time. And then I was like, I don't think I want to reschedule. <laughs> I just never emailed her. And then the other one, um, I was like, oh, work's really busy right now. Can I, like, reach out to you when I have more time? And she was like, yeah. But <laughs> I, looking back, like, I wish that I had been, like, you do stuff that bothers me. Because on one level, they were both pretty young. I would say they are probably close to my age. Which was one factor of, like, me not being super comfortable with them. Why? Which is my own fault. Just because it almost felt like gossiping with my girlfriends, you know? Because if I ever came in with a problem related to, like, dating, I think I maybe didn't trust, like, their level of experience and knowledge to be like, this is how you should approach your problem, you know? Yeah. 
So that was one thing, which is not their fault. Things that were their fault was like, especially one of them would check her phone while we were talking, which just like shattered my confidence in her. I'm like, are you serious? That's crazy. (laughs) It just really bothered me. So like she would have her phone out every session, which is like, I mean, I have my phone out right now. Maybe that's like not best practice, but it would, it would, she would like look at it. And then, like, put it down or whatever. And I'm like, there are clocks everywhere. Like, I know you're not checking the time. So that really bothered me. And both of them would frequently be late, like, all the time. And not, like, honestly, even a couple minutes is annoying because therapy is so expensive. And a couple of minutes is literally, like, a conversation. You know what I mean? Like, it's annoying. Five minutes or six minutes is ten exactly. percent of your time. They would be and if it's, that's all, it's, exactly. It's ten percent of your time. So like there were times where the one would always be like four or five minutes late, which was aggravating. But like there were times that she was like ten minutes late, and I'm like, I wish looking back, I had been like, I just didn't have the confidence to be like, I feel like you don't really respect our time, and I, it's like not helping me open up with you. And then I would say the other thing was just like their methods. I wasn't a super, um, they just didn't really do anything for me. Like, yeah. the, the one woman, um... To be like, just try and relax. Yeah. Like, exactly. Like, great. The, the one would use really big cliches. So I was talking about, like, sex problems, and she was like, well, um, men are microwaves and women are toaster ovens. Or crock pots or whatever. And I, I looked at her... I know. I looked at her, and she was like, you know, men, like, heat up really fast, and women take some time. Like, I understand your analogy. It just sucks and, like, isn't helpful. And then um, the other one who was late all the time would make me, um, like, act things out. So, like, she would tell me to, like, talk to the pillow next to me as well as having a conversation with someone, and I'm like... I understand this, like, maybe has yielded results before, but for me, I'm just, like, really embarrassed, and yeah. I can't do this, like, and I it was making me way. so visibly uncomfortable, and she was just, like, do it! <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't. That's, that's, so, that's crazy, yeah. I wish I had been, like, you know, I need, like, someone who's really adaptable, and, like, can work with me, meet me halfway, whatever, but now I have Nancia and she's great. So That's good. yeah, nice. I hope you find a good person too. It takes some shopping for yeah. sure. So I want to talk. I'm really interested how dating works for you right now. Is it like a non-issue? Like, do you tell people that you're married but separated, and they're like thumbs up, or is it causing problems? There are two girls I went on a couple dates with, and I told both of them, and I was so uncomfortable and awkward with it. It's it was so uncomfortably uncomfortable that they were, like, kind about it. They're, like, yeah. I, like, I was, like, shaking. And they're, like, this isn't, like, a big deal. Yeah. Like, relax. But it was just so big, such a big deal for me to, like, say it. Everybody's, like, yeah, that kind of sucks. I'm glad, you, you know. It's a very understandable it situation. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And I don't mind talking about it, clearly. <laughs> I don't mind <laughs> answering, like, an- any questions. I I don't, I'm, I don't talk well about it just, like, in a monologue, but I'm good when there's questions and I can yeah. answer things. I did a poll or, like, an open question about, um, I said, what questions do you have for someone who's married but technically single, staying with his ex so she can have good insurance? How did you meet? So I'm, I'm not from Chicago. I moved up here uh, six years ago now, um, and randomly I had a friend of a friend 
who was up here right before I moved here and was at a party and met her. Mm-hmm. And he knew I was moving here and she, he met her and she's like, oh, I'm single and I'm looking for blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, I just I have this guy I knew moved up here and he matches that. And so he gave us, you know. What's blah, number. blah, blah? Um, <laughs> she said, I want somebody uh, tall with a motorcycle and a dog. What? <laughs> and yeah, I mean, because she was just being kind of like silly and didn't yeah. even think. And I don't have a dog, but my friend. But you he, have a motorcycle. Yeah, I have, so I have a motorcycle. Um, and I'm tall, I guess. So yeah. <laughs> so that how long did you date before you got engaged? Two years for the. Yeah, about two two full years for the engagement. We were engaged for a, a full year. And then we were married for like a year and a half. Okay. And, uh, did you have like a full blown wedding? Like. Yeah. Yeah. We did. It was. It was actually. It was a great wedding. And and she's. I mean, she's really. I'm kind of an awkward engineer, quiet. Don't. Whatever. You, the you typical. Yeah. Spectrum-y, whatever. Um, but she's really outgoing and personable. And everybody loves her. So it was. And and really good with design and decoration mm-hmm. and everything. So it was. It was a great wedding, and I had a lot of. It was a great time. But, yeah. You know, Your so. second wedding will be even better. Do you want to get married again? Um, yeah, yes. I don't care about, like, a big, huge, big, fancy wedding again. Um, but I want, like, a partner and to be connected yeah. and family and everything. So, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, if someone, if one of them meets someone else, will they end their arrangement? No. So, I, I dated somebody in basically December, January, about almost, like, two months. And now she's been dating somebody since about then and still going, so no. I mean, it's, I, I still care about her and it's you know she's dating some guy and they're having fun like going to see her sister and her niece which i like i really i loved her family and yeah. like her niece like i yeah yeah just sad. this is a weird situation whose idea was it to break up and whose idea was it to not divorce i think maybe both you yeah it was all me yeah. and we almost <laughs> we almost broke up about a year into the relationship she addressed the issues was it because you guys were too different or you just were unhappy when I say, like, I changed, I think my brain changed, or, mm-hmm. like, just the way I perceive everything changed. Mm-hmm. Well, this isn't a question, but it says, health insurance? Good for them, for both being mature about it. That stuff is important. Not a question, but a little compliment. Mm-hmm. Well, and for her, it's not it's not an option. I mean, she's type 1 diabetic since she was That's 10. So, yeah. so, I mean, <laughs> without that, and yeah. the reason we got it, because once she got on my insurance, then she could get an insulin pump. And her blood sugar, like, it was much more controlled. Mm-hmm. Her, like, long-term problems are going to go down. Episode 11 with my friend Kelsey, we talk about um, dating with chronic illness. So she is type 1 diabetic as well. And so okay. um, she talks about dating with it, bringing it up, just how hard it is. You the know, day-to-day like, stress on them is it's yeah. really hard. Like, I've, uh, I, I had no idea, obviously. And yeah. Learning that and seeing that. And I've now I, like, understand and I'm... You know, like, you were exposed to that. And now you understand this, like, huge burden that's on people with chronic illnesses and, like, why universal health care is so important. That's something I think about, like, especially with our current administration, like, how many people there are that don't care about anything that's, like, beyond their direct circle of daily life and how we can change that. I don't know. If this is something you know about, insurance stuff, you're, you can't force them to learn about it, but... You- you can talk about what you've seen and why it matters mm-hmm. to you. That's what I've seen. Well, all I can do is just say, like, hey, 
yeah, this really sucks. I have to stay married to Lauren and my life isn't as good. And Mm -hmm. we got married because of insurance because, and here's why it's hard for her and say that. And they didn't understand it before, but now they kind of do. For me, like the, the hill that I've chosen to die on is like misogyny and sexism with my brothers and my dad. Like I'm always I don't I think it's just something that they're not presented with they don't think about it and they think I don't know what they think but like I've made it my personal mission to like tell them about all the shit that I go through because I'm like you don't get to sit there and be ignorant like you are gonna know that I have been sexually harassed at every job I've ever had like you are gonna hear what the man said on the train to me today or whatever you know how's that going for you how are they responding um or is it hard I think, like, my my dad, you know, he's, like, disgusted and upset and whatever. I don't think that his perspective is changing. I think that he thinks I live in, like, a big, bad city. And You're from Ohio. Is it a small town or, like, a suburb? Of- uh, yeah, it's from, I'm from a small town. So I think that he sympathizes with me in, like, the truest sense of the word, like, where... Sometimes you can say, like, oh, I sympathize with, like, your situation, and it means, like, I understand, and I see, like, what you're going through, but I think that he feels bad for me, and that's, like, where it ends. He's, like, oh, these fucking assholes, like, harassing my daughter, and end of... And then, period. Yeah. (laughs) Shadow that comes out of nowhere, and then it's just gone forever, (laughs) and you could never untrace where it came from. Yeah. Okay. I think there was one more question. Oh, there's a couple more. Um... When slash how do you describe your situation to someone you're dating? Then she said, sounds like a TV plot. It does. It sounds like a fun show. <laughs> it, it, it could be a fun show, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, probably not on the first date unless it's either going really well or, like, terribly. But mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't been on a lot of dates just... I was dating that one girl for, like, two months, and since yeah. then I've been on eight dates. I've got, like, 50 matches on my phone, but I just don't know what to say, or yeah. I get so anxious and worked up, and I just don't say anything. Yeah. So I, like, I want to date, and just don't. I go through phases of, like, like, I will not touch a man for, like, eight months. Like, I just won't date at all, yeah. you know? And I don't, I think that's, like, pretty normal. I want to go on a date, and I'll, like, try to, I'll, like, write five things and delete them all, and then just get too anxious and give up. Yeah, I don't want to give you, I don't want to say hey, and unless you have, even if you have something that's like a clear conversation starter in your profile, then I'm like, everyone has said this to you already. Why would you want to start the same conversation all over again with just a different girl or whatever? And I don't really know how, I feel like that's like the ultimate problem with dating apps is it's just like so forced off the bat and... It's just really hard to get enough momentum to get going and then like propel it into a date. Yeah. And I don't know what I don't know how to do it. Too much game on a dating profile. If it's like too far in the other direction, what does that I mean? don't trust that either. If they're like super smooth and it's like fire right off the bat, also not a good sign. Yeah. Because why are you why are you so good at texting? Yeah. Like. That's the thing. Yeah. When somebody's really really smooth at texting, that's yeah. one thing. I think I have a a good dating profile yeah. like it's got some good questions good answers good pictures that are clear and not like a million people it's like it. yeah I, you're so, a good texter well no no <laughs> only because and that's the only reason i actually even kind of was able to talk to you is because it was a clear thing to talk about it's like oh yeah. you're a podcast it was never 
Yeah. Like, I was actually even thinking about this before. I was like, is this a date? And I was like, no, it's not. This is just a podcast. <laughs> like, I'm not, it's not be weird. Like, but it was just made it so much easier. And there was like a point. But anyways, your profile is really good. I, do- I donate a kidney for RBG. Retweet. And there's a cute little dog. Yeah. Yeah, you have the first clear one kind of back. And you're really there. tall. Yeah, people like and that. And you're engineers. People are going to think you're rich. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. And you're cooking in this one picture. This is really good. Yeah. I geek out on politics, podcasts, and books. Cooking, good design, plans, seeing new places. So many conversation starters. Exactly. I, you have some, yeah. I mean, and I also kind of like, I thought about it for a while, and I listened to lots of podcasts and stuff, so I kind of have listened to what are interesting, like you want things that are a little bit controversial, some things yeah. that are, or for some people, some things that are conversation starters. Mm-hmm. If you, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's easy to make a good profile if you like think about it i think i'm i've never been i've never excelled at that but yours is really good and so it's funny you said like the ADD thing like i i definitely have like ADD, adhd mm-hmm. and i've actually i think in the last couple years i'm pretty sure i'm like on the spectrum mm-hmm. so that's i don't it's weird for me like to say way more people are than oh, yeah. like so many people are and i think maybe there's just like this maybe because it's only now in the past maybe like 10 years being talked about more or being like diagnosed or whatever yeah maybe not like a ton of research up until recently that's what Mm. i'm trying to say and so i can imagine it would be hard to say just because think about being a kid and like the only person you knew what we would now say on the spectrum was a lot different than you yeah do you talk about that with people that you date um the girl I did, dated last was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauren and I, I had kind of joked about it, and she had, she joked about it, and she didn't realize I was, like, serious. She knew I was serious about the ADD, definitely. Yeah. Um, but kind of the spectrum, I was kind of thinking and joking a little, and she kind of was like, oh, yeah. And then she saw, like, before things got kind of bad with us, she watched the show on Netflix, Atypical, mm-hmm. and she was like, I was out of town that weekend, she watched it, and she texted me like, uh, she was like, holy shit, like, you actually, like, I'm pretty sure you are on the spectrum. Like, I thought we were kidding. And I was like, no. Actually, multiple people on dating apps, like, when I've been talking to them, have, have told me, like, before we ever even met, like, oh, I'm on the spectrum. Yeah. That's my whole story. But yeah. I always thought that was, like, just... What do you think when you see that? I guess... I don't you, think that... anything. Yeah. I don't know. Because, like, it's just... I, I wonder if, like, if those guys were nervous about telling me or whatever, it's because they think that they'll say it and I'll picture something, you know? But, like, first of all, science has gotten us so much farther than it was when we were, like, 10 years old and we were all idiots. Um, something I've talked about in older episodes is, like, everyone's a little bit gay. I believe that. I think everyone's probably, like, a little bit on the Sexuality is a spectrum. And, yeah. And... I, you know, They're, like, it's, I... It's a life spectrum on lots of different ways. Yeah. And we're realizing some of them. And if you don't have a smidge of autism or, like, a, a dose of anxiety or something, like, I want to know how boring your life is. Like... <laughs> what do you do? Like, what's going on and how have you not fallen asleep for, like, your entire 20s? I just... So, I, that's my perspective on it. Like, if mm. someone is on the spectrum it doesn't it is meaningless almost to me Mm. except for maybe they have like different 
like every person you meet, especially every person you date, is gonna have different needs or expectations than the person that you dated before or the next person you're gonna date. And like me dating a guy who was a narcissistic asshole and like was really proud of his like physical and mental health and like spoke about that all the time he probably had like far more long lasting problems that I couldn't have dealt with than someone who's like diagnosed on the spectrum and like is aware of that and has like the capacity to treat themselves and like be proactive about their health yeah. does that make any sense that was a really long-winded statement but no like, absolutely so, I almost like it's hard for me to understand like when you're just like proud and like about like your mental physical like if you are healthy like you are so fortunate to have your health and it's one thing to like be aware of that but like you didn't do that you didn't make yourself not have anxiety yeah yeah that's you, not you, that's nothing you did yeah it's good <laughs> you, but it's not an accomplishment yeah like you didn't make yourself be born with like you know big bones or whatever the fuck is you know has propelled you into not having any injuries thus far or whatever the last question is someone said i love this actually i guess the question would be what's the end date is there an exit strategy no um i've been trying to talk with her the last couple of weeks just because i've you know little things and i just want to under be cl clear about where we are and what we're doing mm -hmm. um you know, in the last month or two, we've, I've stopped giving her you know, cash each month. So that was like kind of the one of the last kind of phase out steps. So it'll, yeah, but six to 12 it's a months. a pretty big step. It, and it, it was, it sucks and I want to support her, but it was a good thing in a way because it's, it was a reason to, that we, it wasn't me pushing her. We, yeah, we like both initiated the conversation. Yeah. Is she able to support herself financially? She's a writer and what else? Um, yeah, like a writer, actor, um, and she's got a couple, like, kind of, she works at a salon and some other, yeah. like, kind of other, you know, yeah. money jobs, so she, she's getting there. Like. Yeah. What does your family think about the situation? Uh, they loved her, um, so they were really, really sad and just kind of confused, and I, I was back there a couple of months ago, and I, you know, explained it pretty well to them, I think. Now, they're just half- uh, a little bit kind of like worried like so you're just like giving her money and she's on your insurance they're a little worried about that and like mm -hmm. you need to move on so it's like half just wanting me to be happy but then a little worried about that but they're yeah. all very supportive and happy and yeah just want her to be happy and... do you think that she was your type do you think you have a type back then what my friend he asked me like what's your type and i was just like i don't know kind of like sassy i think that's literally what i said i was like i don't know sassy and so that yes that um physically she never thought she was my type she thought i was into like a dark you know dark haired person and she's like a very like you know cl pretty classic blonde mm -hmm. hair blue eyes so she didn't think i was her or she was my type but i think so I why know. does she think that that darker was your type <laughs> just because the other I've had like like my two year high school girlfriend, two year college girlfriend, that both were dark hair. Mm. So it was just yeah. I was always pursued. So oh. it's like I said, like I, confidence and nervous anxiety. It's like I I so like I've never pursued somebody, and the other two like actively went after me, and I like wow. So I'm I I, I do 
really don't understand how to, like... Do you have any tips on how to make that happen? To make what happen? To make people chase you down and pursue you? Um, no, just they have to be... Both of those were... They were just like, oh, they were interested, and I'm... I think I'm very approachable if you know me a little. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel, like, intimidating if you don't know me. I, like, look serious, maybe, but I'm... I, I love to talk. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what to say. So, yeah. like, if you go, come up to me, I'll be really friendly back, mm-hmm. but I won't. I'll be so anxious to walk up. I'll That's never how walk I up am, to too. You. I always joke around, or no, I don't joke around, but, like, dead serious. I'm not a friendly person. Yeah. But I love people, and I do like talking. I just, like, would never go up to someone at a party and initiate. Like, I would, I would, I would not know how to do that. Yeah. I couldn't do that. <laughs> but if someone comes up and talks to me, like... That's great. Yeah. I can roll with that. Same. It's weird. And, and that, and even, like, with, with on the Lauren and I's first date, we went to a bar, and it was great, awesome, and then I was like, oh, it's getting kind of like, do you want to go to this other bar? We went to another bar around the corner. It was great and everything. I was like, we were at the Loop, and they're like, oh, let's, do you want to walk? It was in the summer. Like, let's go to the park. Let's walk in the Living Park. And I like, I like to break in and go places. It's like, let's try to go up on the stage. So went up there, and it was great. We had, like, a great kiss, and I was really smooth because I didn't know what was about to happen. Yeah. So it was, like, it was great and awesome, and I was really s- smooth and everything, mm-hmm. and the kiss was great and everything. And then, like, walking her home, I knew, okay, I'm walking her back to her house, and, like, this is when a kiss would happen. And yeah. I got then so awkward, like, I almost, like, started shaking, and she was even like, you can kiss me. And, like, we had already kissed, but I just, I... Yeah. Even that, we had already kissed, and, like, because it was... I'm the same way. If I I know something is expected or about to happen, I get so weird about it. And it becomes, like, the most unnatural thing in the world. But if it's, like, unexpected or, um, I don't know. It's just, like, when things can happen more fluidly and, like, organic, I'm, like, the, I'm great. But when you have time to think it over and think of all the different (laughs) options and possibilities, that's when it's, it's overwhelming. Is that about just like a first kiss or does that go all the way through like sex for you uh if you all don't. all of life but yeah, yeah sex i mean like, like um i i do find myself getting anxious if i know like even if someone i've had sex with before i'm like okay like we're going to dinner tonight and i'm probably gonna like he's probably gonna come over i'm gonna go over there like yeah i'm i always totally run through that in my head and then i'm like like when it's so for, for me it's like even when it's like if i for like a first kiss or like anything and I'm I'm unsure it's really everything basically up to sex is terrible and awful but like mm. I guess for me once I I get to like the sex point I'm I'm then at that point I know they're into me oh, and yeah. I'm like sex is like not easy but like I'm good at sex like we can do that like mm-hmm. there, there's a system you, you there's a response and you yeah. can, sex is easy like you that's easy so it's like once you get to that point, it's easy. But everything before then, it's still like I'm unsure of how you feel or not. Interesting. I wish I could be like. <laughs> yeah. So for I'm, you, it's just it's yeah. All, but yeah. I'm like I I have anxiety. You yeah. know, like I'm just that's how I am. I Do you want a Lacroix? Oh no, it's okay. okay. I'm, I'm a gonna... big fan of Oh really? Yeah, some, but like soda isn't cool anymore. Yeah. It used to be cool. I never drink it because I just I feel so guilty about it. Like I can't like it anymore. But I love soda yeah. there's nothing i love more than like root beer it's so funny that you call it soda it's like, it's oh why I, I i'm from atlanta so it's coke oh coke yeah so oh, you yeah, go to the store and it's like coke, yeah it's like right? i'll get a coke what kind do you want uh sprite <sighs> that makes no sense <laughs>
I don't know if you have Instagram, mm -hmm. but I have um, I have an Instagram for the podcast. Okay. I don't know if you've seen it. I, I didn't see it. Yeah. Um, so I, I post know. a bunch of like polls and stuff every day, and like articles and questions, and it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, but most of my polls are things that other people have asked me or like wanted, you know, clarity on. And so, someone yesterday, I think, asked me to do this poll: "Is I'm tired? Universal sign for canceling a first date with someone you don't think you'll like." What do you think? What's the question? Uh, is like if you text someone, "I'm tired." Is that like? Does that pretty much always mean? Like, if, if that's all you say, then it's like well, that's basically like. Yeah, it's really rude. Yeah, you're done. It's like if you match with someone on Hinge or whatever, and you make plans for your first date, like you haven't met before, and then before the date, you text them and you're like, "Oh, like I'm pretty tired." I that's some bullshit. Like, are you have you ever been tired? Like right before going to an exciting like sports game or an exciting concert, like. Good point. No, or in a wedding, like you, you, if you're you bust something the fuck exciting, up. Yeah, yeah, and your body does it yourself. It's not even like you don't even have to. Like, I drink coffee before pretty much every day because I'm always tired. Yeah. And so, like, if I yeah. if I use that as a reason, like, I would never leave my house. I am always I'm a tired person. So see, maybe that's just like my different perspective because I'm I'm never tired like ever. If I'm, you wake up in the morning and you're like, yes. Well, so. I should say that when I'm even half interested in anything, like once I'm awake, oh yeah, if I, like I've if I need to drive, like 12, I've driven from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. like a group of people from Texas to Atlanta before because it was like I need to be awake and I was I was driving, so just like if I'm focused on something, I don't get tired and I don't really. Same with hunger too. Like wow, when I'm at work, like at the plant or something, working on something interesting, I can work for 14 hours. Like I did that two weeks ago, 14 hours, like. Not, no breaks, not really doing, you know, because it's interesting. Yeah. So it's, I don't. I, just, I wish I, I, I could be like that yeah. because I am always, there's never a time where I'm not thinking about my next meal. Like I'm always thinking about food. Yeah. I, I skip food all the time and uh, I don't get tired, but I guess the, the downside is I'm not tired and I'm not hungry, but I'm thinking of the million things and it's just, yeah. I'm not, I'm like anxious and just yeah. like. My mind is like racing and it's not coming, it doesn't mm -hmm. stop. So, a couple of the topics that I've been going over with everyone one night stands. What's I don't, I don't <laughs> you, see a problem. Like, no, they're good. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I pro one night stands. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I know like the kind of cultural, like, why oh, you know, you want to wait and you know, all the reasons why not mm -hmm. to, but I think that's just kind yeah. of dumb and and old things and just kind of games and like. Oh, I'm gonna wait until the third date, or like, oh, I like if guys like I just want to hook up and then not see like. If you don't, yeah, I mean, if if you're both interested, mm -hmm. and it works, go for it. Have you had a one night stand turn into more? Um, I don't, I don't think I've ever had a one night stand. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I've never, yeah, I've never like everybody I've like done something with. It, well, it's always become like. Oh, okay. A party hook up with somebody for the first time, but then like it happened. A few more times. Yeah. So I've had like one night stands, but never just like I meet somebody for, and then that one night, and then never see them again. Yeah. 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 Because for me, it's like if you're interested enough to like hook up that night, I want to see you again. Mm -hmm. So let's see each other again and see what happens. So. So if you went on a first date with someone and then you had sex that night, would you be comfortable like 
seeing them again and like starting. Of course. Why yeah. Not? Yeah. I don't. It wouldn't inform your opinion of them in a negative way. Of course not. No. I. Well, that, that's like. I know some people would, but I think that's really dumb because, yeah. like, oh, they, they had sex on the first date. Yeah, so did you. Like, I what, know. what the fuck's the point? Like, everything <laughs> they did, too. you did the exact same thing. So if they did anything wrong, then you're, like, it's, it's totally yeah. dumb. And that's just... Like, oh, well, she, like, went home with me on the first night. Like, you did, too. Yeah. <laughs> you also did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Sex therapy. There was one of the therapists that I was seeing before I found my homegirl, Nancia, um... One of them was, I had been really interested in seeing a sex therapist, and I was having trouble finding one that I could, like, get to, Mm -hmm. and was in my insurance. And um, so the person that I ended up seeing was a regular therapist who was um, basically training to become a sex therapist. So I didn't really get what I was looking for out of her, but... What um, were you looking for? No, it was a good question. I started therapy because... Therapy or sex therapy? Regular. Yeah, I yeah. started I started therapy <laughs> therapy because I um, wanted to talk about, like, intimacy issues. And I have trouble, like, getting close to people and trusting people. And that has a really... I think I, I just didn't realize, like, how much that would affect my sex life. And then once I started, like having a life as an adult and dating and, you know, like, settling in, um, it just became, I just was noticing that it was a problem. So I was interested in, like, talking to an expert and seeing what they thought about that. And, like, I I think, you know, when I moved to Chicago, I moved to Chicago, like, four years ago, and it's doesn't seem that long, but, like, in your 20s, it's, like, I was a different person four years ago. Like, I feel like I was so young, and, um, I felt really alone in that issue, and, like, I was the first person who had ever had that problem, which is, I think, how a lot of people feel when it comes to anything sexual. Like, you're the only person who's ever experienced this before, and there's no way to fix it. And, um, so I really was, like, looking for someone who could guide me and, like, I wanted to sit down with, like, a sex therapist who was going to give me, like, a how-to sheet on, like, how to fix myself, basically. Um, So I don't think that anyone I met would have made me happy, but I am, I do think it's unfortunate that I met someone who was, like, so green in their practice um, and just was, like, really not a good fit for me because it really put me off the idea of, like, sex therapy in general um i still have not found a sex therapist but so when you say that is that basically just therapy where you're focusing on sex like just we're talking about sex where they they yeah so i mean it's it's someone who like has an intense training in basically all aspects sexual so they can help you with like physical problems they can diagnose you with like like, oh, I'm experiencing this problem over and over. Every time I have sex, like, I don't know what's wrong. And they can, like, hopefully help you and be like, you have X, Y, Z. Try this. Try this position. Try this whatever. Try this breathing exercise. Anything. Like, yeah, yeah, like, they have, like, the resources to be able to 
know what's going on and also help you yeah. through it. Whereas like a regular therapist, it's a, it's a subset basically. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really specialized subset. Yeah. They might know a little bit, but yeah. if you know that's where your issue is, go to the specialist. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. So. And it's weird now because I feel like with the internet, especially with Instagram, there are so many quote unquote experts out there where, mm-hmm. I mean, you can find a page on Instagram that's like, this holistic natural path or what, whatever. And yeah. they're like, this is how you solve the problem that you're having. And then I've done this myself where I like go down rabbit holes of like, oh, I'm researching and solving this problem from this person I found on Instagram, you know, like, and there are people who are, you know, official experts who are on Instagram. But I think a lot of the people who are on social media and like touting all of their homemade natural remedies to your problems it's kind of like a dangerous path to go down to like self-diagnose and then you know yeah and because i think the way everybody is like you read something and we put your mind we put weight in it like that's just Mm -hmm. the way it happens if you read something you you know unless you're reading it intentionally thinking like this is wrong this is wrong like if you don't know what you're reading it just it 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 becomes knowledge Mm -hmm. and we we are, t- I mean, that's I think, one of the biggest issues in, like, society right now. I mean, yeah. You know, politics and everything. It's like, what you read, just, you think it's real and right, yes. and it's it's yeah. a fact. And it might sound good, but yeah. it could be completely wrong, and then you have no idea. Yeah. I think, at the very least, sex therapy would be fun for everyone. Yeah. I think a lot of people are probably having, like, unfulfilling or bad sex or the, I mean, like, especially with women, it's just not as, like, readily available. Like, that knowledge really isn't there for you the way that it is for men. Yeah. And I think women especially could probably benefit from just, like, some really basic sex ed. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. I agree completely. On almost always, that's the case. Yeah. It's funny, though, that for, like, Lauren and I's relationship... She's a really strong sense of smell, and so like, and she's like hates spit and like kind of gross things. So like, I, I was part of, a lot of it was my problem because I couldn't, I didn't, I was never, I never could really say what I wanted, and when I would try to, it wasn't good, and she would. But like, our sex life was much better for her than for me. Mm-hmm. Like, we would basically have like sex for her when she wanted, and those times it was like okay for me, but it was never like not for me, but like it was, it, it was always like positions for her, and then like I would just like finish. Did you not feel like you could, like, ask her for the things you wanted, or you said it, like, didn't really work out when you did? Yeah, basically, I started with this, I wish we had done sex therapy, but, like, Mm -hmm. for the reverse way that I think a lot of people might. Yeah. Like, like, but basically that, like, now I think I, well, I, I at least know why, like, I wasn't happy and what I could have said at Mm -hmm. the time, I didn't even know, but now I do know, I don't know if. I would be able to say that just by myself randomly. Like, I think I would probably, like, sick. The therapy was just always easier to talk about. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really nice, and I can imagine how great that would be as a couple to, like, go to someone and be like, talk about the issue right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, say what you're thinking, yeah. you know? That's, yeah, that's... Yeah. Could have helped, but... Yeah. Obviously way too late now, but. That's when I was exploring sex therapists to see, like, um, I would describe an issue or, like, something I would be thinking about, and I would describe it in the context of, like, with whoever I was currently sleeping with, Mm -hmm. and um, the person that I was doing the consultation with on the phone would say, like, oh, well, like, you can always bring them in 
and I would like laugh. I mean, yeah, of course not everybody would, but like I, that would be, mm-hmm. I, I would do that because it's like I, I'm gonna learn too. Like I know for free. Yeah, like because <laughs> I, I didn't have a girlfriend to like senior of high school. My first kiss when I was 18, senior mm-hmm. of high school. So like I like I googled it and I like researched. Like every, like, I'm, I'm a researcher, so like <laughs> I would love to like, like yeah. like. I listen to podcasts like with dating and sex now yeah. and it's like it's great it's interesting like why wouldn't you want to pick up more tips and like get better like but I think my experience was like a lot that, of so. exactly yeah. not, and everyone's like, like that. not at all I shouldn't care I was like yeah see I'm like that too where like I have always wanted to like come in on like a higher level of knowledge than I maybe originally had I just want to know what is going on I want to know what I should do I want to know, like I want the information yeah and my experience with men has been like they're not like that. The ones I've I've been with at least the people that I was dating at these points in time, like I just didn't think that they would look kindly upon me inviting them to sex therapy. You yeah. know, like what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that um, sucks. But I I I yeah. Think, I mean, you're you're obviously right, and I know that's very a lot of guys are like that. That mm-hmm. just sucks. Mm-hmm. This is actually a question that we've that we've gone over before, but I mean it's certainly not solved by any means. Like, how can you? What's the right way to correct someone during sex if they're doing something you don't like, or if they're not doing something that you want? Is there a way to address that in the middle of it? So, say first, those are two different questions, mm-hmm. and it's e- it's it's easy to try to push them together, but they're completely different yeah to like say what you don't like or if somebody's doing something that's not comfortable or you don't want it that should be easy and just be like stop a you could just try to move it if it's easy but then yeah just say like ah, it's okay let's do something different i don't, I don't yeah. like it. just a, any little like move on something yeah that that's easy and not easy but it's easier it's more and everybody yeah everybody it's simpler yeah. everybody should just practice it yeah. You know, pretend. Say no. Yeah. You know, next time you're masturbating, do something uncomfortable and tell yourself, "Hey, let's do something different." I don't know. Mm. Practice yourself. Whatever. That, that's easy though. But then saying what you want—that's if you want them to do something different that you like—that could could be easy. But like for me, I've I'm not good at that either. I'm not good at that yeah. either. But yeah. if you're with somebody that already is already like, oh, what do you like? Do you like this? If they're already asking you some questions. Mm-hmm it leads to that naturally. Yeah. Hopefully it wouldn't be an issue. I think I've... I'm just a very unlucky person in general, and I think in this subject, I have been particularly unlucky, where, like, someone... There's only been a couple of circumstances where someone has been like, tell me what you want. And I've been brave enough to be like, okay. And then they, like, don't respond to it. And I'm like, just kidding. I'm never saying that again. That's, I mean, and that's a learned thing. Like, yeah, yeah like... You, and you, so now I, like, never you? want to speak up about it. So, I think I just, I need to be braver, but I'm not good at learning stuff like that, so. It's not easy. Yeah. It's funny, because I feel like the guys that I, um, especially now, like, I, so I have this podcast, and, like, I, I'll go out with someone, and I feel like they expect me to be really experienced, and knowledgeable, and very forward, and I am none of those three things. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's been interesting. Do you want to be? Do you wish you were like that? Um, I certainly want to be knowledgeable, and I think I am becoming more and more. It's it's almost like when you talk about someone like being book smart and street smart. 
in sex. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm, like, learning all this stuff, and I'm meeting, like, really cool people and having these conversations I never would have had. I love that. But, like, I think I am who I am to a point. Like, my personality, like, I'm introverted, and I'm not a very forward person. It's It's weird to think about, like, the people that you... Like, I tend to be attracted to people that are really different from me. Like, really outspoken. I don't know. People that I'm a little intimidated by, usually. It's almost like this feeling of, like, something that you can't have or you shouldn't have. And so mm-hmm. then I want it. But that doesn't really breed comfort. And so mm-hmm. then when I'm, like, dating that person that I wanted, that I'm kind of like, eh. Uh, like the whole time <laughs> you're starting from a level of uncomfortability yeah. on some some level of uncomfortability that's tough yeah when you, you said that you're introverted mm-hmm. what does that mean to you when... I like so I I've mentioned like I love people and I do like talking like this is I'm having a wonderful time right now but after this I'm gonna be like spent so like I recharge by being like completely alone so it's like it, it exhausting being like interesting and yes. being you're motivated but then yes. it just you you get like you're you're saying you get tired mm-hmm. and it's just it's exhausting. like i'm like mentally depleted completely i don't have the instinct to like go up to strangers and be like hi like i don't see that's i i'm that sounds different than like you want to talk but after long long conversations you're tired that mm-hmm. seems different than there's anxiety to walk up to somebody mm-hmm. random Right? Yeah, no, I think those are two two different things. I feel that's the same thing. I yeah. mean, that's what I'm, I'm thinking about that myself. No, too, those are that. totally two different things, but I, I think they both say introverted. You know, with the, all those like cliche quizzes, like, oh, like, do you like going to a party full of people you don't know? I would never do that, ever. Yeah. Um, I still flash back on times that I have. I think that there are groups of people in my life that, like, probably think I'm extroverted. Is there a way to ask someone to come over after a date without sounding aggressive? I, I, no. I, I don't I, think so either. I think there definitely is. And we just don't could. know it. Yeah, I could never do that. Yeah. Until we're, like, having sex, I have no idea what to say, how to initiate it. Like, that's terrible, terrifying. Yeah. How should... So this was submitted by someone else. Um, it says, how to have a conversation about m- wanting men to go down on you more. To phrase it to you, it would be like, how would how would you want your partner to like ask you to do that? Like, how should they bring it up? For for me, it wouldn't matter at all. Like, a, I don't, I, I wouldn't be asked that question. Oh, okay. So that's I I, I would never <laughs> ask that question. Down there, twenty four seven. I mean, I like that, and that, I think that's a really important part. Like, I like doing that, and it's an important part of sex, and it's mm-hmm. like. It's good for you. It's fun for me, and so of course, yeah. let's, let's do it. So there's like no situation. Yeah, in which so a I would, woman would have to have that conversation. Yeah, but I would just want somebody to say like, I mean, just say that like, hey, I like this. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do that more? Like, let's do that more often. Yeah. But it's funny, and so I, I say that, but then I like experience the reverse. Where like, like my sex life when we were married was not good. Like I wanted a lot more than I was getting, mm. and like especially. Like oral, I yeah. it, it just it literally never happened, yeah. like ever, ever. And that's of course it's not a deal breaker. It wasn't unhappy. Yeah. Like I, I loved her and everything, but like I wanted more. I tried to say it a couple times, and I you know, but I I 
I never was able to really say yeah. it and put it to work. So yeah. it's funny that I'm like, no, oh, you just say it. Yeah. But then I live I that. I do that all the time on this podcast, though. Like when I talk about it, I'm like, we should I just say, do this. And then I'm like, I've never done that. Yeah. If your partner is into you and is the, the partner I want is somebody that's interested and communicative and wants to make things better and do what the other person wants like you should ask and ask soon because if the person isn't like yeah cool if they don't if they're not into it as well then that's something that you want and you want to talk about and talk in this way and they don't like it that's a big like indicator that you yeah. just don't work well and that's not a doesn't mean they're a bad person or you're a bad person or anything this so all of these now were submitted mm -hmm. by listeners um how do you introduce props or toys into sex I don't really know what props could mean, but if you have an answer, then I would love to I would assume prop is like a gag or like ties. Yeah. Non-sexually stimulating, but oh, okay. accoutrement. Yes. Um, yes. Kind of same thing, though. Like, once... Just, do you want to use this? Yeah, just do it. And like, like this stuff, if it's good for you, like, why... I mean, I get the... Like, there's intimidation for, like, guys. and like, oh, like a dildo or a vibrator. And like, what does that mean for me? I, I, I get that, but it's... It means nothing. Yeah. Actually, this is a really good question for you. How do you handle dating someone who is less financially responsible or makes less money than you? I don't know. It, it depends on your personality. Like, for me, I just, I want to, I'm like a, a helper. I, I like want people to be happy and feel good and everything. So it's, I, I don't know. I just did it. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, I paid for things and then I just paid for Things. So when you started dating, were you, like, paying for all the dates and stuff? Just, like... Basically, yeah. yeah. And then, like, she moved in with me pretty quickly. Like, we started dating in in July, and she had basically moved in by February. Okay. Because, like, in kind of December, January, I was traveling for work a lot, mm -hmm. and my where I lived was, like, halfway to her where she was going to work a lot. So, like... When I was out of town, she, she would stay over a decent amount, and then she would stay somewhere I wasn't there, and it was just like, okay. Yeah. So, that just kind of happened. So, yeah, I basically just, from the beginning, paid for everything. Yeah. So, like, we went on, like, uh, uh, on like an international trip, like, six, seven months in, and I, just, I paid for that. So, was, I don't know, I just, I paid for so. Mm hmm Was that, like, ever a conversation, or, like, were you, were you completely comfortable with that? It was never a conversation, and I was never... It was just, it was always what it was. So, like, mm -hmm. I wasn't, it was never even, like, a thing. Yeah. Which is, I, I just never even thought about it. Like, yeah. I just, I knew she, like, she made this and I made, like, more. So, it was, like, okay. Yeah. It was just, it was, like, if I want to do something, I, I want to date you. You're cool. I want to, like, go out with you. Let's go out. We, as a, even just as a dating group, have X amount of money. Like, yeah. that's what it is. So. Yeah. That makes sense. Have you ever ghosted someone if you have to think about it probably not yeah i mean maybe after like two messages and like hinge oh that doesn't count yeah definitely <laughs> like if i've met them no I, yeah no that's so nice of you i mean i don't anymore i don't ghost people but yeah. when i first started like dating online like i just did not have the like confidence to be like I don't like this about you which you I mean you should never say that but like yeah. I don't want to see you anymore you're great I go through all of that before I send the first message yeah and then I just don't 
But I also I, had a couple of, so I'm sorry, I just no, totally interrupted you, same. but like I had a couple of experiences where I would, because I would, you know, I would go out with someone a couple of times and I'd be like, I can't just like not, I can't just go with them, like that would be crazy. So I would tell them like, I don't think we should see each other anymore. And then they would argue with me, basically like, art, like fight to like date me. That, that, I don't no, mean no, that. No, no, like, don't worry, you're not coming off weird, yeah. But like... I feel like I'm just, like, along for the ride now of this, like, discussion of why we should be together, and I, like, don't like you at all, like, because it would just be so uncomfortable, and that really put me off of, like, the whole, because I, I would, I would type up this message, and I would just anticipate, like, the argument coming after it, yeah. when in reality, hopefully, they would react at least semi-decently. Yeah. It's just sucks. not always the case. Yeah. I had a good, the, like, one of the first girl I did in the spring um and I was really into her and everything but then we like things got weird and we didn't we were both out of town for a couple weeks and then we had a, a, another date but it was kind of last minute and I got really nervous and got like a little high before it mm -hmm. and then but like we were walking on the belt line um and it was like kind of late and I was just tired and that it was a whole weird thing but I anyway I, I ended up like getting there late because I went too far I got lost it was a whole like thing but then I was just like uncomfortable and it was just off. Like the first yeah. dates were great. Like we talked for like six hours both days, just yeah. like really long, t only talking. A after like that one, I was just so awkward and everything. And she's like, hey, I'm just not, she had a great basically like breakup message. Like, hey, we had some times, but this wasn't good and everything. And I, so I saved that and I used that as my breakup. Oh yeah, but I wish, really good. Yeah, but you were talking about like fighting back or arguing. And like, I almost said like, I just was feeling so awkward and nervous. Like, I got a little high. Like, that's why the conversation was bad. But I just, I just said, like, I didn't say anything. I was just like, I, you know, I understand. Have a good time. Like, good luck with everything. Yeah. But, I don't know. That's tough. Like, you can't argue if, if she thinks that. Yeah. But I... Yeah. I and, I mean, it's like, if you were in person sitting here and she said, like, you know, that time wasn't that great or whatever, like, you probably would have a natural response. But uh -huh. over a text message, it's just, like it's hard to have that conversation because then it is like a discussion of why you guys aren't compatible, which is uncomfortable for everyone. Yeah. And, and then um, she's already decided that. And like you, you've already thought that. Yeah. You've, you've put that in. You like you're, once you're saying that, it's like, yeah, I, yeah, I might like change. Like, yeah, I think yeah. my situation that could be like the one situation with like, we had two great dates and then the third was awkward. And if I was like, yeah, I was really nervous for this. Cause I like you, mm -hmm. I got high and that's why I couldn't yeah. like have a good conversation. That's, yeah. like, maybe the one, but at that point it was, like, it was too much. Yeah, you just don't know. Like, maybe it. she would have been, like, oh, okay, but, yeah. I mean, the question then is, like, I, I wonder if, like, you had said that and she had been, like, okay, like, let's try again. Like, would you have been nervous then to see her, like, the next time because of, like, everything that had already happened? Yeah, it if it was like that same week, yeah. Bit, like, yeah, if it was that same week and I was, cause I was just in a weird place yeah. back then, like, and so then, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Because, like, the guy who argued with me, like, I had already made up my mind. I knew that I didn't feel the right way about him. But then him arguing, I'm not saying, like, you would have been arguing mm -hmm. with her. Like, you had actually something to say. He was arguing with me. And I'm like, now not only do I, like, not feel any romance towards you I also hate you and like never want to see you again yeah. and that was just a weird weird guy he after I had like ended things with him and he was drunk texting me then basically like 
sent me all these really weird messages. One of them was like, I'll be honest, da da da, I'll forget about you. And I'm like, good. It sounds like you're doing exactly what I asked you to do. And then he like, he, he sent me like the dumbest, fakest text ever. It was like, what? What are you talking about? Oh, I just scrolled up. I'm sorry, my friends had my phone. And I'm like, ah, like, so embarrassing for you. Like, stop. Like, eighth grade aim <laughs> messaging. I know. And like, I'm like, oh, sorry, Ugh. wrong screen name. I literally just, <laughs> I just stopped texting him. I like. It's like the oops didn't mean to. I know. Like, I've done that, but it was, I think I was 17. And like, yeah, the first time course. I talked to a girl, yeah. I'd be like. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. It's something That's that fun. I think would be forgivable when you were 17. Because guys, guys, actually, now that I'm thinking of it, like, I, I remember a guy texting me and, like, he would text me and I wouldn't respond because I didn't like him. And then he would send it again and again. And he'd be like, my phone's just, like, doing this weird mm -hmm. thing. And I was like, Brendan, your phone's not doing anything. And he's like, I'm sorry, you just wouldn't text me back. And that's even, like, so that girl went on the two dates, had the, like, awkward date and anything. Like, even though, like, it's been, like, six months now, and I even thought about, like, sending a message, but, like, no, mm -hmm. that's just, it's it's weird, like, mm -hmm. it, there's, I... I understand the impulse. I totally, and I, I do want to, because, like, yeah. it's, like, I want to just, I, I messed up, and it's, like, I yeah. did one thing, like, it just, yes. it wouldn't have, so, I want to fix that. We all have those situations where it's, But like, I need to get over it, and I have, yeah. and it's, like, I think about it, but I don't, I'm not obsessed, like... Yeah, exactly. Like, there are guys from my past who I think, like, oh, if I went on that date now, or if I, like, had a crush on that guy now when he was in my life, like, I probably would maybe be able to, like, actually facilitate that situation. So, something I like to do with episodes is to plug a cause that you care about, or I've heard about, or whatever. I'll probably do the organization in Cash Bail. What is it? Uh, I, f I forgot the name now, but just, I'll, I'll, some organization to end cash bail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, cool. I'm feeling that. Like Kim Fox. Yeah. That's my girl. <laughs> cool. Cook County State's Attorney. I need to look that up. Yeah. If you get arrested for, like, you know, uh, a gram of weed, you know, to get out of jail, you, you, you get indicted, you're not under, you get under arrest, you don't have to stay in jail all the way until your trial. Uh-huh. But they'll say, like, oh, you pay a thousand bucks. And you can get out to your trial. Oh. Otherwise, you stay in jail. Oh my gosh. But, like, 90... Most people in jail are waiting to be tried and just can't can't get, like, the $1,000 to yeah. get out of jail. So oh people God. just get... You get it picked up for something small. Yeah. You get stuck in jail for two months. You lose your job. You lose... You yeah, can't pay rent. everything. It fucks your life up completely. And it's been like that always. It's terrible. And there's... There people, it's been going... Starting to go away, but... Oh, anyway, yeah, no, that's a, thank you, that was a good description, because I didn't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, that sounds like a very worthy cause to donate all your money to. Yeah, and so Kim Fox is, for this, for Cook County, okay. she's now basically the boss of all the prosecutors, mm -hmm. and a prosecutor, she's, so she made, she's been there for about a year now, she's done it for Cook County and said, okay, for these certain things, you know, no cash bail, she's also, anyway, it's a whole thing. No, that's a, that's really helpful, thank you. I'm in the, put that in there. I'll send you a link first. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you for coming yeah. on and bearing your soul. Yeah, it was terrifying, but interesting and fun. And was it as bad as you thought it would be? It's exactly what I expected. Where? <laughs> well, no, but in that, it yeah. was awesome the whole time, and I was interested. It's all. It's the buildup. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's the story of my life for literally everything I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
No, it was good though.